The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Fieren, and today's episode is called Developing a Mindset of the Blessing. Praise God. So let's get into a word of prayer. Father, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for what Jesus has already done for us, what Jesus has already accomplished for us. Lord, we know that you are not withholding any good thing from us because, Lord, your word says so. Lord, help us to receive what already belongs to us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so if you've been a Christian for any amount of time, you would have heard two terms. Uh, The first one is the blessing and the second one is the curse. Now, these two are reciprocal forces. They are both going in opposite directions from each other. And the blessing only comes from God and the curse only comes from the devil. And this is something that the Jews understand. But this is something that the Western world still struggles with. This is what a lot of Christians still struggle with. Sometimes they see some sickness or disease as a blessing in disguise. Or they see poverty as a blessing in disguise. It is not. Every good thing falls under the blessing. Every bad thing falls under the curse. And there are people that are, you know, confused about this. And if they're confused about this, they need to go back and see what the Bible says, because the Bible is God speaking to us. And you can see all that, especially in the book of Deuteronomy 28. As a matter of fact, it's all over the Bible. You'll see we do have an enemy. And you know what? The devil isn't just the enemy of the Christian. The devil is the enemy of the world. The devil hates everyone, not just the Christian. He hates unbelievers. If he can get more people into hell, that's what he's going to do. That's his aim because we are all God's creation. And the Bible says, for God so loved the world, not talking about the planet. He's talking about all the people in the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. So Satan hates everyone, not just selected people or certain groups. He hates the human race. That's why he's trying to keep unbelievers unbelieving, so he can take more people to hell. That's why he's trying to get Christians to denounce Jesus Christ. He hates everyone. So I'm going to say that again. Two forces, the blessing and the curse, they reciprocal from each other, both going in the opposite direction. One covers every good thing that the Lord gives us. The other covers every bad thing the devil has brought into the earth. And you know what? If you are born again, the blessing of the Lord is on you. So that's where we're going to start. We're going to start in Galatians chapter 3. I want to read 13, 14, and verse 29. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now verse 29, it says, And if he be Christ's, then are he Abraham's seed, And heirs according to the promise. Now, if you don't know what the blessing is, or the blessing of Abraham, as a matter of fact, it's actually the blessing of the Lord, because the Lord created the blessing. It comes from Him. 
And the Lord put the blessing on certain people throughout history. And I'm talking about Old Covenant. Adam and Eve had the blessing. Well, we know what happened there. They handed everything over to the devil when they sinned. They lost the blessing because they died spiritually. They were disconnected from the blessed one. Noah had the blessing. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob had the blessing. Joseph had the blessing. King David had the blessing. Solomon had the blessing. All these people throughout the old covenant had the blessing. Now, Jesus came into the earth and he took our sin. He took the curse away from us and he connected us to the blessing. We were made righteous through Jesus. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, that Jesus has been made unto us righteousness. So we got the blessing because we have been made right with God through Jesus Christ. That's why the blessing is now ours. Under the old covenant, if you kept the laws, you would get blessed. And Jesus fulfilled the law for us. That's why we're blessed. That's why the blessing is on us. We have been made right with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. So the blessing is yours and mine already. Now, a lot of Christians are looking around them and they don't see the effects of the blessing. They hear that they're blessed. They see that they're blessed. And when I mention that they see that they're blessed, they see it from the word of God, but they don't see the blessing in their lives. And they want to know why. And it comes down to them just using the word bless you when someone sneezes. They don't see any power in the blessing. But the Bible teaches us that the just shall live by faith. Now, who are the just? It is those that have been justified through Christ Jesus. In other words, it is every believer, everyone that has made Jesus the Lord of their life. They have been justified through Christ Jesus. They are sons and daughters of God. So the Bible saying that every Christian should be living by faith, not getting into faith when something bad happens in their life and they need quick provision. I know there are people that don't like hearing this. I know that. There are a lot of carnal Christians and it's quite sad, but it's the truth. There are Christians that they are born again, but they are not living for God. They're actually living for their flesh. And then there are those that just want to pray about everything. And they think just sometime in their prayer closet is going to sort the mess out. But the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. That covers every single Christian. Every single Christian should be walking by faith on a daily basis in all areas. And at one of our home churches, I mentioned this. I said, you know, I'm not used to Christians talking about what they trust in God for. Now, like I said, I've been to quite a lot of different churches in this city alone, Port Elizabeth, over a period of time. And faith is something that I'm not used to hearing in Christian circles. I mean, how many people do you come across that's like praising God by faith for whatever provision they're standing for? You know, they trust in God for divine protection for them and their family. They're sending out angels. They're praying that prayer of faith found in Psalm 91. Praise God. Those that are receiving his love by faith, we should all be receiving his love by faith. But overall, I don't hear that. Over a good couple of years, there have been different people that I've spoken to, you know, trying to get them to trust the Lord and use their faith. And the looks that they give, like they don't want any part of that. But you know what? God says the just shall live by faith. And can I tell you something? The rapture is going to happen. I don't know when. I do not know when. The Bible says no man knows the day or hour. There are groups out there. They go out in public and they say, you know, Jesus is coming back on this day. And you know what? They need to go back and just, just spend time reading their Bible because the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. If they are given a day and an hour, they missed it. The Bible talks about the season 
of Jesus' return. But yes, Jesus is coming back. And according to the word, a lot of Christians are going to be left behind in the rapture. That's a sad truth because their hearts aren't right with him. So when it comes to the blessing, the blessing is something that we all need to receive by faith. Did you see the word that I used? We have to receive it. We have to receive the blessing. Now, I want to share two awesome scriptures with you. The first one is found in 3 John 2. And you're probably familiar with the scripture. I'm reading it from the King James. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. I'm going to read that again. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Prosperity and health. Hmm, that's in the Bible. I'm not making the stuff up. That's in the Bible. Now, there are people that fight against this. They fight against it. And they say, God wants you poor. God wants you broke. But this is in the Bible. And if you look at the proper Greek text, the Apostle John was saying, Beloved, I pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Now, listen to this. In order for you to receive your healing, your soul needs to prosper in the area of healing. That's something that I know from personal experience. Before I received my healing for my eyes, my soul had to prosper in that area. I needed to renew my mind with the word of God that I was already healed. Now, people are trying to pray for their healing. They try to receive their healing, but their soul is not being renewed in that area of health. So they try to believe, but they are not renewing their minds. For any area, even the blessing, your soul needs to prosper in this area. Your soul needs to be renewed in this area. You cannot walk in the blessing of the Lord, but you are still convinced that you cursed. For you to walk in the blessing of the Lord on the outside, you need to see yourself as a blessed son or daughter of the Most High God. You need to be so convinced on the inside that you are blessed, that circumstances cannot convince you otherwise. Now I want to read something to you in the book of Proverbs. I want to go to Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. This is from the King James. And uh, these two scriptures, especially if you do want to walk in the blessing, this plays a gigantic role. Praise God. So it would be a wise thing for you to record these scriptures down and see it for yourself in your own Bible. And just spend time reading it, renewing your mind. And it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You know, there are people that speak the curse 80-90% of the time. And then they speak a little of the blessing. And they want to see that blessing manifest in their lives. And it doesn't work like that. You cannot spend one to two hours a day speaking the blessing, but the rest of the day you're speaking the curse. It does not work like that. Whatever you are speaking the most, that's what's going to change your life. And the Bible actually says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever you're speaking is currently in your heart. Now, there are people that go around only speaking the curse. Their minds have been renewed to the curse. And then they turn around and they blame the Lord and they say, Lord, where are you? I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying. And you're not coming through for me. But if Jesus had to walk into their living room, he would say, you have tied my hands. Because you spend more time speaking the curse. You can't speak the blessing for short periods of time per day and expect the windows of heaven to be open over you. You know, the more you speak the blessing, the more stronger you're going to get in the blessing. For those that continuously speak the curse, they start growing in the curse. The more you spend time speaking about any topic, 
your mind gets renewed. All that goes down into your spirit, man. So why waste time? Your mind needs to be renewed to the fact that you are already blessed. Spend so much time speaking the blessing. Learn to bless everything, not just in your own life. Learn to use that blessing that's already on you. Learn to bless others with it. I know there's people, they they don't have a lot of money to give. They cannot afford to be a blessing financially yet. But you can pray for people. Go into your prayer closet and intercede for them. Bless them. If someone's looking for a job, pray for them. Speak employment over them. Whatever a person needs, speak that blessing over them. If you're on the roads and someone is driving recklessly, pray for them. Bless them. Say, Lord, thank you for loving that person so much. Thank you for teaching them how to drive, that they can be safe for their sake and their family's sake and for their neighbor's sake that's sharing the roads with them. Thank you that they are becoming a better and better driver. And then you quickly say, Lord, thank you for teaching me how to be a better and better driver so I can be a blessing to others as well. Bless people's health. Bless people with long life. What am I saying? Get into the habit of speaking the blessing always. Renew your mind to the fact that you are already a blessed man or woman. Take these scriptures. Search for more blessing scriptures. I promise you this, there's a lot more. Go over them. See what Jesus has done for you. Thank him for it every day. The blessing truly is on all of us. And the quicker we renew our mind to the truth, and the quicker we put that word in our heart, the quicker we're going to see that blessing manifest on the outside. Is it a quick process? That depends on you. There are some people that spend literally their lives speaking the curse. And they slowly start getting into the blessing and they expect to see amazing miracles. And it doesn't work like that. As much time as you have spent your whole life speaking the curse, learn to speak the blessing. Put the blessing everywhere. Bless your wardrobe. Bless your job. Bless your spouse. Bless your kids. Bless your house. Bless your car. Bless other road users. Bless your neighbors. Bless your animals. Get into that habit of releasing that blessing all the time because the more you speak the blessing, those words become more and more powerful and you learn to hone the words of your mouth. You and I are already blessed. Start receiving it today. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing, so keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.